Get ready for highly caffeinated marketing perspective on the Java with Joe show. Here's your host, Joe Chandler. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Java with Joe on the Offbeat Business Media channel. We are here today kind of going back again and meeting with Travis Wheat. He was our first guest on our show back several months ago. And uh, Travis, I'm glad you're here, buddy. Glad to be here, Joe. Yeah, good we uh, again. we've been having a lot of fun. I uh, don't know if you know this, but your last shows are got our most listens so far. Yeah, that's the like only time in my life I've been popular. <laughs> I've got red hair, so I'm used to rejection. <laughs> so you know, um, I I know you still um, like um, black black rifle coffee. I do, uh, I do indeed. Yeah, I am. Um, I still haven't gotten to taste it. Um, this is a bad time for me. My my coffee pot stopped working yesterday. So now I'm having to redo my, get so, me a new one. That's a horrible time. <laughs> they, they, you know, the, the purveyors of, or not purveyor, that's the wrong term. The proprietors of Black Rifle Coffee don't even use a drip machine. They just use a pour over. So there goes that excuse. Oh. But it is good. And they moved to San Antonio. They just moved to, I don't know if we talked about that last time. Uh-uh. So they used to be in Park City, Utah, and they moved to San Antonio. They, they based it off their... Uh, their customer base. They said, where should we go? Well, San Antonio is it. So. Well, they didn't mention the fact they don't have state income tax. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Well, corporate tax is different, but it's uh, it's definitely better for them. That's for sure. <laughs> They're closer to their base. They're veteran-owned companies, so there's a few patriots here in Texas. <laughs> there you go. So um, last time we talked, we did talk about you. We talked about the rodeo. You know, we're getting started uh, with the rodeo season. That went great this year. I uh, made it out myself several times out there. And how did it go for you? It was better. I mean, uh, I'd love to be able to turn the key and just make it be a miracle. But um, we'll plan for that. We'll also plan for a few failures. But realistically, if I grow it by an annual percentage, that's really what I want to hit. Like if I have my target percentage and I'm succeeding in hitting that growth, that's what I'm going to do. And we did it this year. So it's it's awesome. It's In 15 years, it's... It's been one of the best years, and since I've been there, um, it has been the best year as far as revenue-wise since I've been there. So, And it also, it you had a lot more advertisers this year, I noticed. Yeah, yeah we had quite a few advertisers, um, and that comes from having the people in the stands. I mean, that's the biggest thing. So when I was there the first couple of years, and I think we touched on that last time, yeah. uh, we just didn't have the strategy to put the people there, so we didn't have the stuff to sell. And so... I didn't know anything about the business, and we turned around, and, and I started focusing on the marketing side of things, and um, that was the strategy. And then when we started putting people in the stands, and we started getting more phone calls inbound for sponsorships, which that's what you want. You want the inbound calls and because then there's a perceived value that already exists. So, yeah, it, it worked out good. And, you know, one of the things that um, I found on your being there, being a guest in the suite, is that – there's several other companies, big name companies that have suites there, mm-hmm. like our suites right next door to the Mavericks and the Legends. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think that night ELO was there. One of the nights I was there. Yeah. They were up there in one of their yeah. own suites. It, what is that? Electric Light Orchestra. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They were there. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the rodeo there, it's, it's, it is the rodeo capital of Texas. And, uh, we just we've had all sorts, man. We've had a lot of presidents there. We have a lot of big Dallasites. I think that's a name, right? We can say that uh, that are there. Uh, big names here, big developers, big contractors, celebrities. Uh, so they're in and out. I mean, rodeo is uniquely Texan, and so 
when people come to Dallas and they're like, well, what's the biggest rodeo in Dallas? Well, Mesquite, there you go. So it's kind of hand in hand. Works out good. And my eight-year-old loved it. He, uh, he, I think we ended up going to six. See, I love that when you get the younger kids involved in rodeo. He, because... he, he, he waits to see, he roots for the animals. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what they have the, they have the highest win percentage, I think anyway. So we, uh, we were there one night and I'll tell you real quick, one night, uh, one of your bulls, it was right at the start of the bull riding and the bull laid down in the chute yeah. and you had to rearrange <laughs> the bulls because he says, I am going tonight. Yeah. yeah sometimes they're, they're good at stalling the whole thing. So people ask how long does the show last? Uh, two to three hours. What do you mean? It's not like a basketball game like we do with live animals. We have to go off what they tell us they want to do. So those bulls and those bronx got a pretty easy life. Like when there. the when the, the calves, the ropers trying to catch them, and the calf just stops and they run right past Yeah. Them. Oh, it's good. Or when they're bulldogging the steers and uh, the steer jumps up, pulls its head up, and catch one of them things in the teeth, and people get a little excited. So what's going on new with the rodeo? The rodeo has really been the same. I mean, the basic things that are new – or the different marketing strategies that I'm looking at implementing. You know, for, for a couple of years, I've wanted to get take a deeper dive into the content strategy of just frequently ask questions about the rodeo and delivering it in a humorous way or, or a way that, you know, kind of goes a little bit more viral without putting a bunch of dollars behind it. And so this last year, I really, I really did a lot of case studies on different companies and their content strategy. What I mean by that is the delivery, it's like the delivery and the way that they project their image of their company or whatever message they're trying to send. Right. And that's, that's what's really what I'm really honing in on right now. Um, commonly asked questions are in, in common and to put it in perspective, when I get a commonly or frequently asked question over the phone uh, or our ticket office does, it usually is because it's one person out of hundreds that are thinking it, but they're the only ones voicing it. Right. They're the only ones that care. So if we can answer those questions beforehand, now that's one less barrier that they have to overcome to buy a ticket. And so having stuff like a, a funny way to show a guy that the, uh, you know, telling everybody that the arena is air conditioned, like it's an air conditioned facility, small detail for everybody, but what's in 120 degrees in July, uh, it's a big detail for someone, what they're going to do, deciding what they're going to do on a Friday or a Saturday night. And so if they at some point in the past two weeks have seen a, a message from us about one of my rodeo clowns that's probably 250 pounds in a Speedo outside sweating his butt off and then he's inside and we throw a coat on him or something, something stupid like that, that's going to stick with them. Uh, it's very stupid, very humorous, but it will stick in your head. Um, so that's just a horrible uh, comparison of <laughs> some of the content that I'm looking at doing, but Alongside Mesquite Rodeo, you're doing it the same thing for Smith Pro Rodeos. And there I'm looking at long-form content. So doing short films that are about five to seven minutes long on different aspects of a rodeo company. Um, because of the nature of who we are and what we do, we can only take certain sponsors into certain rodeos. But we have a huge enough coverage and a big enough influence in the rodeo world that it's folly for us to not pursue sponsors. So finding that added value comes with that social media, that long-form content that we can subliminally place, um, you know, our, our sponsors in. And that's valuable to them because that extends beyond the life cycle of a three-day event that we're producing or the 2,000 miles that we're on the road that weekend. It gets into their home. It gets into their their habits. You know, if we can put out one every other week or 
or once a month to start with, it becomes, you know, kind of an engaging habit that someone gets into. And if they're, you know, if we catch them at the right time with a certain message, maybe they're going to go right buy some Wrangler jeans instead of some Sense jeans, or maybe they're going to go buy some Justin boots instead of uh, Luke Casey's, you know. So that's the goal behind that. And that's kind of what I'm looking at right now of planning and mapping, not just the strategy, but the implementation of that strategy. And I'm a millennial and I have ADD, so it's proving to be tough. And on the side note with that, when you're telling the clients about some of your sponsors, you're able to also tell about the what goes on behind the scenes in the rodeo, like the uh, steers getting them up to the front, how they do that, how they get the other horses ready, those kind of things. And, but the avenue you're going down with frequently asked questions in the little, in the content you're talking about is huge in the social media world. We've been trying to get our clients to do that forever. Oh, it's just, it, it's a no brainer, but it really just, it takes so much time. Like that's the biggest thing I see. Cause I work with a lot. I mean, I'm B2B, right. I'm B2B. Mm-hmm. I'm also the marketing purchaser, but um, so I see guys that or I see business owners that, they're so involved in their business. It's hard for them. They're working in it so much that they can't really work on it. And that's what they want to do. Like no one starts a business wanting to be a slave to their own business. They start a business because they see the lifestyle that they want to have. And that business is the means to that end. But sometimes they just get wrapped up in it. And part of the fun of owning a business is controlling the direction of where you go and how you do things. And I think that, um, you know, it would behoove a lot of small business owners to just hire some sort of media person to come alongside and help you just develop what you want to develop because all problems are solved with revenue really right, right. and if and if you can cut out obstacles that make it the, the easiest buying decision for you or for your customer and some of those obstacles are just you know they're no brainers for us but to your customers they could be the biggest things in the world or your potential customers and a lot of that can be solved without you even answering an email or picking up a phone. If you just have a short piece of content that's engaging, that's 30 seconds long, that you can put on your website or your social media, it's really simple. And, and plus, you know, the algorithms love, love, love videos, don't they, Joe? Yes, they do. They yeah. love videos. And when you add a little bit of content, you know, a little bit of word key, SEM. Little bit, yeah, well, yeah, words, great. the keywords, it's great. The, it just builds on each but other. But advertising, I was always looked at as the necessary evil. And to be honest, I think most business owners, that's the most fun you can have is the advertising part of your business. I mean, you started it because you love what you do and, you know, you want to portray that love to everybody else because people are buying from you. They're not necessarily buying because of the industry you're in, but they're buying from you yourself. Right. And if you're so inundated with freaking administrative stuff and you're down all the time and every time someone talks to you, they talk about, um, you know, you talk about your problems in your business or whatever, like they don't want to hear that. Uh, So it just it makes it so much more fun when you're engaged in your own content. Well, we're having a great conversation here with uh, with Travis Wheat about uh, the rodeo and what's going on. And we want you to take a break right quick to hear our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to continue with this wonderful conversation and let you learn what's going on with new with the rodeo. What's upcoming Java with Joe. 
saying about your company. Today's consumer looks at reviews, making decisions to use your local family business for the first time based on what someone said about their last time. Today's word of mouth is an online review. eEndorsements.com automates it all, systematically asking your customers for reviews at just the right time, even posting on popular platforms, and I love this, leave video testimonials. Amplify that word of mouth and convert more opportunities. Get started today at eEndorsements.com with two E's and no spaces. eEndorsements is proud to sponsor the Java with Joe show on OBBM with Real Business Solutions. eEndorsements.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Java with Joe. Hope uh, your cup of coffee is refilled and you're ready to sit down and hear this wonderful conversation we're having with uh, Travis Wheat of the Mesquite Championship Rodeo. Um, the rodeo is growing on a uh, monthly basis, yearly basis, and it's a great place to grow your business. And um, we've been talking about how the rodeo can help you and your business grow and get more advertising and to um, get more brand recognition out there among the world, um, including specific markets that you might be targeting. So do you have some examples of some of the businesses that you work with about then how it's affected them and doing their event marketing? Yeah, um, there is a few that come to mind, but one that really stands out is one that's been with us for about three years, and that's uh, Dodge City and McKinney. And they're, a, they're, they're an anomaly in the car business because they're a one-owner, one-location dealer, and they're in the top 10 of Chrysler dealers in the world, uh, namely for their Ram trucks, basically a Ram dealer. Uh, so it's Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge City, Ram. But they've like, you know, what they do is not that complicated. It's just actually being present and knowing the audience, right? And so with the, the wave of these new like high-end coolers, like $250, $300 coolers, there's a, there's a brand out there called Grizzly Coolers that partners with Fiat Chrysler. And uh, they have Ram branded coolers. And so Dodge City, they don't do anything crazy spectacular, right? Now, one of the parts of their, one of the facets of their sponsorship is we include them in all of our advertising. That's where the naming rights title comes right. in. So it's basically they had X amount of dollars to spend on radio or, or whatever multimedia that they're using. And we just allocated that to like basically us. And we still did the same thing. We include them in radio. We include them on print. We include them on digital, everything. Um, far beyond, you know, what they actually give us, right? So, but one of the things they do specifically there, they have very pleasant people at their booths and they bring in five or six trucks. Uh, they wrap one of the vehicles with rodeo stuff and I drive that around the Metroplex and we use it to deliver the barrels during the barrel racing. So it's on display. They have some vehicles on display in the arena itself and then they have a, two different like connection points in the arena and they basically, they don't, they don't try and sell you anything. And because you and I both know, and everybody listening, no one likes to be sold anything. Absolutely no. nobody likes to be sold anything. It's, it's got to be their own idea. Right. Well, what this was is, you know, companies can buy leads all day long. But if you can, if you can be at an event with a customer, and they're at the same event, obviously, and they come to you, now you have that relatability, right? So it's no longer, hey, are you interested in buying a car? It's, hey, what did you think of that rodeo we were at last week? Oh, man, it was great. I've never been there before. It was awesome. Well, dude, that was, that was great. Like, I go there every week. I'm always astounded by the athleticism of the athletes and the, the hugeness of the bulls or whatever. I don't know how the conversation goes. But they open up the coolers. People walk by. The reps say hi. That's really all they do. They talk to them. They compliment people, whatever. They have the sweet, they have sweetest people doing it. Like, I don't even think they're employees of the actual dealership. I just think they're <laughs> just, they found the sweetest people that they could find um, and the most engaging people they could find and put them there. And people just like, 
walk up, fill out a card, and throw it in the cooler. And then we draw for a cooler that night at the rodeo. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure their average is like 500 leads a night. And so if you put that into perspective, over 13 weeks, that's a lot. That's a lot. And if a car dealership closes 10%, now granted, they put everything on a three-year matrix, right? So um, that's the average. You don't know when you're going to catch somebody, but the average person turns over a car every three years. So they don't know when they're going to catch anybody. There's a lot more that goes into it than that. But that's a lot of money. I mean, that's a lot. I know what they're spending, and it's uh, nominal to what they're making if they're closing 10%. And if you're getting, you know, close to 6,000 leads and you can't close 10% or you can't close 1%, even 1%, they're doing phenomenal. Um, well, I can't really help you, but I know that they're doing really well. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it for three years and probably going to do it a fourth. So I'm not going to speak out of turn and assume, but um, we have a really good working relationship with them. And, and there's a few others like Linex uh, Corporate does really well, Boot Barn and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Uh, that's a phenomenal relationship. It's a circular, circular relationship. So uh, I send the only place you can get discounted tickets in the Metroplex for a rodeo is at Boot Barn or O'Reilly Auto Ports. And it's all of them in the Metroplex, even Fort Worth. Um, I buy advertising, send them to their stores. They can get the discounted ticket and come back to us. It's great. Simple. It's awesome. And uh, I don't know. But there's so it's, many it's things that you can advertise with at the rodeo. But one of the things we want to talk about is you're not just rodeo. Not just rodeo. You've got things coming up that the arena that are going to be great. Yeah. So now speaking on behalf of the arena, because they're two separate entities, right. um, they're turning into more of a concert venue. So like we kind of missed that over here. And so there, November 30th, we have Charlie Daniels and Travis Tritt. December 1st, we have uh, Key Sweat and Johnny Gill. We also have Temptations and Commodores. And and then the new thing, you know, focusing on some of the negative, or not negative aspects, but shortcomings and opportunities from the, the last 2018 Mesquite Championship Rodeo season um, I noticed a few things that we fell short on, and I specifically fell short on. But one of the things we're doing to kind of uh, add to the the value, because in the event business, you want to have two plus two equaling five, not four. It's got to right. equal five. Um, is we're going to add some concerts. You know, we've got some concerts booked, some good 80s and 90s country acts that are going to come in next year for the rodeo season and open us up and close us out. And I think that'll really, uh, I think that'll be a really good value added for the customer, for the client. I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun. You know, in this market, the entertainment dollar is, is so competitive right now, and people are just stacking on stuff. Like I don't know how some of these events that I see make any money. Like knowing the cost of what it takes right. to put on an event and seeing what they're doing, like I don't know how they're making any money. And I'm not going to do that, right? I'm going to do what's good for us and what's good for our customer. And so plan it right, plan it smart, and I think this is the way we're going to do it. So it's going to be – you're going to get a good bang for your buck when you show out to the rodeo this year. And you don't have anybody in stone yet. Yeah. But you do? Yeah, we have a couple. Okay, cool. Do you want our audience to go ahead and send you a few suggestions too? Absolutely. (laughs) Call Travis and say who you want on. Absolutely. Maybe we could have – What's the comedian? Come on, the uh, one with the puppets. Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding. How about Rodney uh, Carrington? <laughs> that would fit. <laughs> Maybe a little abrasive. We can have him clean it up. Can't advertise family friendliness that weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple more out there. Um, uh, if you have any, if you have any suggestions for Travis, give him a call or shoot him an email. Um, so, 
I noticed that uh, are y'all doing anything out in the community here? So, I think y'all were doing some stuff with Mesquite and the and some of the veterans here lately. Did how'd that go? It was fun. It was good. Um, it was exactly how we kind of thought it would be. You know, uh, that was what we're talking about specifically is our military appreciation yes. night. We're always looking to evolve that. And uh, so at the year's end, we're going to send out all of our donations that we did for the um, for the companies that we worked with. And we did all right. I always want to do better. And I think there's there's more ways to do better. And I'm not like the best at figuring out how to raise money for charities. I'm just really not. It's kind of an afterthought. But really what I wanted to do was bring some veterans in and do that exhibition uh, rodeo. And it was fun. It was good. The crowd really, really liked it. Um, we did a few more things with veterans that year and in active duty later last year. Um, so I forgot. And the, the teacher appreciation night was good. That, yeah, that it was, it really was all right. I mean, it'll get better. Uh, teachers, I guess, aren't as party animals as I thought they were. But <laughs> uh, we might change some from some promotional nights around next year, do some more fun things. And uh, one of the things that OBM does is um, that we do more with the police and the um, that the blue, that we could do more with them with um, the rodeo and maybe do something with them next year. That might yeah. be good, too, to have a... That'd be good. Yeah, the first responders that. night was really fun, man. That was good. I don't think anybody in Dallas has done something like that. It was... It was great. We had Garland SWAT out there. That was the fan. That was the traction, right? They brought in their, like, I don't know what you call it. It looks like a, it's a machine. I don't even know what you call it. They had a name for it, and I forgot. They're Bearcat. That's what it is. They're Bearcat. And so uh, they, it was, you just got to, I don't want to talk too much about it, but it was cool. The, the, the SWAT officers got out and the SWAT officers got out and engaged with the, the kids and and the parents and and I think it's good for people to realize that law enforcement's not out to get you. They're out to help you when they can. And if you're being stupid, of course they're going to get you. But, like, you get a chance to meet these people on the floor and say, hey, you know, and they're like, they want to take pictures with you. They want to play jokes on you. Yeah. You know, they're just they're real people like you and me. But uh, that's really the – and especially, you know, in today's climate, that's really what I wanted to serve the purpose for. And so it, when we opened the rodeo, I mean – we did a specific opening, and, and like everybody was just loving it. They were having a great time, and it was fun. It was fun. So, is there any plans um, for a big opening this next year? Yeah, yeah, there is. We're still working on it. It's an always it's always a work in progress. But my biggest thing is making sure we have the marketing in place to to grow, and then uh, get the sponsorship dollars. Because you know we have to plan for what I've learned doing this is you have to plan to like fail. Basically, you have to plan like everybody plans to succeed. Nobody plans right. to fail. And that's why a lot of people fail. And so if I say, okay, this is going to be our worst case scenario and then start from there, we have a better chance of succeeding. So I figure we're going to lose 30% of everything, 30% of our total revenue. So now I've got to figure out how to replace that before the season starts. So we're set to go. And then hopefully we'll have a 30% increase in revenue. That'd be great. There you go. I don't lose anybody. That'd be awesome. Um, so right now I'm in that evaluation and uh, reflection and then, planning process to move forward all the same time of actually doing it it's kind of a weird weird well we got the one big thing coming i know we're starting the redesign of your website so your website's coming it's gonna look good it's gonna look good i'm I'm uh, looking at some i've been watching that sucker like a hawk all year (laughs) the analytics seeing what we need to change and so it's coming we're we're good so it's gonna be a big change with the branding on there with the website so travis before we go again we need to know how to get people can get a hold of you how, uh, what's the best way? Uh, 
personally, cell phone is 972-632-7240. Uh, I don't, you can follow me on social media if you want to. TW the Red on Instagram. Um, like TW the Red. I, it, it's not awesome. I, you know, it's kind of in family, but I put up some content that I'm working with. And then um, Smith Pro Rodeos on Instagram and Smith Pro Rodeos on Facebook and then Mesquite Championship Rodeo and Mesquite Rodeo on Facebook and Instagram. It, you'll recognize it. It's impossible. We're the only one. So there are some – don't go to Pro Rodeo. It's not – I don't know if anyone's tried to change anything on Facebook or social media, but it is literally – you have to produce legal documents and everything to get things yes. taken down, and it's a nightmare. So we're in that process of taking down all the false accounts, but we have to prove that we're the real ones. Good. So I want to thank everybody for um, being with us today. Thank you, Travis, for uh, having a great conversation today. Uh, follow us anytime at Java with Joe on Facebook, and uh, we are here on the OBBM network. And you can see us anytime on Thursdays at the 9. And we appreciate it. Go um, grab another cup of coffee and finish your day. Java with Joe. You've been listening to Java with Joe. Highly caffeinated marketing perspective with host Joe Chandler. To be a guest or advertise your business on Java with Joe, contact 972-754-8994. Java with Joe is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Java with Joe each Thursday on the Nines on OBBM Radio and OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-754-8994 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year, and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.